Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. At your service till 12 noon today when nice. Colleen and Bradley will be taking over. Oh, yeah, oh, they will. Yeah. You know how they do it. I do know how they do it. Right? In fact, I just got an email from someone, our friend Brian, who said that listening to the um, Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher um four-part series that is debuting today was hard to handle mm. listening to considering all the domestic violence rumors out there and i'm like brian there's no domestic violence that is ridiculous he's been listening to colleen and bradley <laughs> the conspiracy <laughs> oh. theorist yeah yeah because remember she fell and she I cut her lip that. and she yeah. was being very um cryptic about what happened to her but during mm. that time she had suffered uh, a number of miscarriages so there was like this you know mystery over where she'd been and what's happening and why is she hiding her face and blah 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 but i don't believe it for a second yeah yeah i'm i i never i mean i feel i feel like listen if ever there was something serious obviously and if you believe that i understand why you feel like that would be a tough listen um but i also feel like there's we would have heard something we would have there would have been more to it i don't know you can conspiracy theorize just about anything and then lose any sort of enjoyment or fulfillment in partaking in that person's music that movie that show i'm with you i mean i i don't think that that is the case of what i think there's a rumor that that poop out in the woods (laughs) is donna's poop because of that because of the hay eats like kind of like salads yes so somebody wrote when i said can does anybody you know what animal do you suppose produced this (laughs) yeah and somebody wrote kenny yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh kenneth poor kenny anyway um i digress i watched eight movies over the weekend can you rattle them off do you remember each one i can rattle them off i watched knives out Mm. little women Jojo Rabbit, oh. Downhill, The Way Back, uh, 1917, Whoa. Ford versus Ferrari, wow. and the um, Fry Festival documentary on, Festival, do, yeah. on um, the Fire Festival, yep, on Hulu. Oh wow. my God. I mean, we need to take every day, <laughs> break down each one. These I are know. huge movies. And it's so funny because... The ones that I thought I would like the best, I didn't. Like Knives Out, I just feel like that was so overrated. Really? 
I do. Did you see it? I haven't seen it, but I have very high hopes. I feel like, okay, it was fine. I don't think it was a bad movie. I just was expecting more from it. It was very Clue-like, like like the game Clue. Not a, what about like a lot of plot twists and like oh really oh what about the acting the acting was good wow I mean the cast was fantastic I just feel like oh, it was geez. a waste of so many good actors to put in one movie which had to cost a fortune yeah it was fine it was fine twists pl- okay there was like. I guess one, but you kind of saw it coming because you know the answer to the the murder pretty early on. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a matter of kind of conniving your way out of things and into things. And I just have to conniving, say... Like knives, conniving. Oh, I see, uh, what, see what I did? Oh, That's good. No, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> never is. I have never seen... I did not know who Chris Evans was. And I'm like, who is this guy? I thought he was one of the Baldwins. And I start googling. No. Oh, oh my god! I had no. He kind of looks Wait. like Stephen Baldwin. No. Or Daniel, not Daniel. Right. Are you talking about Captain America? That's who we're talking. Yeah. About. So I'm like, who is this guy? I've never seen him in my life. Okay. And I looked him up, and I'm like, that's Chris Evans. Good looking guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's very good looking. Well, so you got a thing for the Baldwins, do you? But I, I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. They were all very good looking. Um. But, you know, it was it was fine. I anyway. want to give Don more of an opportunity, though, to Say to something. sit in the reality of Donna having just figured out who Chris Evans was. I just can't believe it. I mean, what else has he been in? He is Captain America. Aside from that. <laughs> oh, my God. Who cares? <sighs> See, I, I'm more of a Chris Pine kind mm. of girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just going to compare Chris's. Yeah, yeah, you want to? Who's the other one from The Office? Hemsworth? Oh, Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. I've seen him That's before. That's Thor. He's Thor. Yeah. I don't think I've ever finished that movie. But anyway, here are the two movies that I really liked. Um, I think this is the role of Ben Affleck's career, um, and that would be The Way Back. Mm, I've heard good things about his performance in that movie. He was so good. So well acted. Um, It was nicely directed. It was um, not your typical sports film. You know, he was um, he was a basketball star who played for this Catholic high school Mm -hmm. and he some things happen in his life and he's in this like dead end job and he ends up going being asked to come back and coach and he has an alcohol addiction and it's about finding his way to redemption. And, you know, consequences, family, love, loss. It was just very moving. And I think he did a great job. Okay. That's great, great to job. hear. That's wonderful. Thank you. I've that- heard good things. You're not the first person uh, to say good things about that. So um, I'm glad to hear that. The Way Back, it's called, if you're just joining us. And the other one I really liked that I thought was just going to be like a throwaway goofy movie was Downhill with Will Ferrell. Yeah. And oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Well, yes. I really like this movie. I, it's not getting good reviews. Not going to lie. Um, because a lot of people... This is a, a remake of a Swedish film um, called Force Majeure. 
Yes, that's streaming right. on Amazon Prime right now. So I hadn't seen that one, so I'm not drawing comparisons. But I thought it was a nice movie about marriage, and I think the two of them. Some people are saying they lacked chemistry, but I really think individually, they're. This was another great role for them because you see them in a different light. And I didn't really see this as a comedy as much as I saw it as a dark comedy. Let's call it a dark comedy. Sure. And it was more of a a drama. Okay. I felt it was more drama. It was about family and your relationship and being together for so many years. And then where are you? Are you both on the same page? Um, Do you want to hear a little bit of the trailer? Yes. Here it comes. Is that okay? Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a little avalanche. It looked like it was going to kill us. For a and moment. the kids were screaming because it felt like we were going to die. Pete? Wow. And I look over at Pete, and he had grabbed his phone. Pete left us. <laughs> Life's I didn't leave you to be buried. I'm gonna win. I ran to get help. Yes, I'm gonna win. That's not what happened. And I choose to survive. I love my family. Every day is all we have! How could I run away? In ski boots. What? Can you run in ski boots? Not very well. Boom. Exactly. Regardless, I wouldn't leave my family to die. That's boom. Yes, so they're on this family vacation, and um, it, it's kind of like he's kind of going through this midlife crisis, but she's into family time. Mm-hmm. And he's sure. into like, I want to go party. I want adventure. And uh, I think you'd enjoy it. I Steve. love Will Ferrell. Big Will Ferrell fan. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's fantastic. I love her. Oh, boy, man, you yeah. tore through some movies. How was 1917? Really quick. Really um, quick. Ten seconds. It was very good. Okay. It oh, was boy. very good. I I recommend it, definitely. Jojo Rabbit, um, uh, very unique movie. That's the one. Did you see this one, Dawn? I haven't yet. No, I've always meant to. I think you'll, I think you would like it. It's, you know, it's, it's satire, of yeah. course, and it's uh, seeing things from a child's point of view during World War II. And, um, you know, the innocence of retelling that story and it's it's kind of goofy. It's not exactly my sense of humor, but I I think there's a place for it for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I, I the guy, what's his name? Taika Waititi. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's really good. It's really. He plays Hitler and directed it, right? Yep. Yep. I think he even, did he write this? It's based on a book, so I think he wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I'm glad I caught up on a lot of movies. Good for you. Way to oh, go. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God, I'm killing it. <laughs> if only we had more time, I would tell you more. I have something after the break that we can tap into here. They released a list of the happiest songs of all time. Oh. This song comes on, you're instantly going to feel better. We'll see if you agree with what tops the list next on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk. You got your number two pencils ready? Oh, yeah, girlfriend. Let's do it. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hi, man. Well, they came out with a list... Okay. ...of the ten happiest songs of all time. No way. 
Ever. Have you looked at the list at all yet, Donna? Um, I only saw one of the songs. Was it the number one song? Yes. Oh. Weird. <laughs> oh, this do, is the worst. Do any list. of us agree with this? Uh, this, according to a survey of 1,300 people. In Britain. In Britain. That's what makes the difference here. Because of this how... This is a very white list. I'd like to point that mm-hmm. out. Oh, is it? Okay. It's so white. Yes. Okay. Come on. We blame... <laughs> London, specifically, <laughs> for all of this. Uh, according to a survey of 1,300 people, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO Electric Light Orchestra is the happiest song of all time. Came out in 78. The late 70s in general was just uh, was named the air with the most happy songs, by the way. If you need us to ring your bell, here it is. Oh, Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to I didn't even know what this was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know if I've ever heard this. I know. I was like, what is that? I had to look it up. I hate to say that, but. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. I mean, it's, listen, it's certainly not the happiest song of all time. No. You know what I mean? I don't see the happy part. No. Except for it's like. Oh, the sky was, yeah. Hey, Ma- Mr. Blue Sky, where you been? Okay, well. Me no like Maybe there's Must be cloudy, yeah. Yeah, um, that sucks. <laughs> Donna? Let's uh, see here. All right, let's get some others on the list. How about number two? Do you like number two, which is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, which came out in 1979? Uh, no? I mean, no? There's better Queen songs than that. I know. Number three was Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That's pretty happy. I like the beats. Yeah. Are they here? Oh, my God. Mm. Sounds like, well, I wonder if ABBA is about to join us. They came in at number four on the list with Dancing Queen. Now, that's whether you like the song or not. It the the chords that are in there, the melody, it's all very, ah, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of whimsy. Just want to be running through a field when Dancing Queen comes on. Mm -hmm. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can we take some guesses of what might be on the list? Like, is Don't Worry, Be Happy on the list? No. No, sorry. That did not make it. Um, Is, um, I don't know, is there any John Denver on the list? No John Denver is on the list. Wow. How about... Earth, Wind, and Fire? uh, No Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, okay. Oh, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. How about Katrina and the Waves? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Walking on Sunshine? Yes. Is it on? It is. All right. I, I came in at number eight. Okay. I feel good. That's a very happy song. How uh, about that Pharrell song? No, Happy? No. Okay. I hate that song. Oh. Number 10 on the list. Weird. Which I would sort of jibe with. Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Came out in 1987. And I think the reason why maybe it's a happy song is anytime that you get Rick rolled, it just feels like, oh, they got me. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. And I quite like that song. Rick Astley has a really good voice. I know. I right? didn't know it at the time. That's a little Scott Stapp. No Creed on the list. <laughs> That's really shocking. shocking. And disappointing. And Nickelback also I omitted know. from the list. Bon Jovi came in right smack dab in the middle. Wait, number don't five. Tell us. Um this I, I get. Wanted dead or alive. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Oh. Living on a prayer. Oh, that that's was, not that the was, melody. That was real. That's living key. on. That knows the bat, wrong melody again. That's living <laughs> on the edge. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you can't help yourself from praying. Living on a prayer. Okay, how does this? How does Von Jovi come? Oh, living on a prayer. <laughs> Take my hand away. Take it off. Oh my god, <laughs> That's two times you've done that with pretty iconic songs. I know. What's wrong with me? They <laughs> don't have the time. We're uh, up against the clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will be fun. Our Facebook question for today was what is the best compliment the best compliment a woman could give a man? Oh. And what is the best compliment? A man could give wow. a woman. I'm doing it again. He's great. You're doing great. Oh, God. We'll get to your responses when we come right back. I'm not coming back. No, you have to. No. Uh, our Facebook question for today is, why don't you take it, Steve? <laughs> oh, what is? are you trying to set gonna, me up for well, something? Well, no, because I'm going to screw it up because I get things backwards. Well, Hannah, Hannah had it worded different because you sent something through to Millennial Hannah today. Yes, I did. And I saw, I only saw her response to it. Which was basically the same question, just in different words. Just maybe worded a little bit more uh, smoothly. Let's put it that way. The question for us uh, reads this morning, what's the best compliment that a woman could give a man? And what's the best compliment that a man can give a woman? Do you have an answer for this? I don't. Listen, I've been out of the game for a long time, guys. You know, I, I married my high school sweetheart. We got together when I was 15. So Not like, you're so funny. Yeah, no. I'd like to be called hot once. That'd be cool. I've always been, like, um, once? funny. One, once would be good. <laughs> I've always been called funny, and I, I, and I know who I am. I top out at cute. I, I can be, I can, I can play it up to... A cute guy, but there's always there's hot guys, and then there's like, oh, yeah, he's a cute guy, he's cute. It'd be fun to be like the hot guy. Would you rather have be the best looking person on the planet or have the best personality on the planet? Um, I think I'd go with personality. Okay. How about you? I think personality. It'd be more fun to live 
with personality. But it'd be a real kick to look in the mirror every day if you were the best-looking person on Earth. Isn't that in the eye of the beholder? Girl, <laughs> subjective. Don, what's the best compliment oh, a man could give a woman? A man could give a woman... Um... Wow, this is like playing it's family really feud. hard. I think it's an individual <laughs> question. I, I think the best compliment... I don't know. Let me go to... You're here's so what... funny. I would like to hear that I'm funny. Yeah, that's, that's always good. a nice compliment. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Julie says on our Facebook page, to a man, it would be, can you help me fix this? You're better at this than I am. Mm. To a woman, dinner was so good. I'm stuffed. Hmm. Oh. Who is this? What's her name? Julie. Her Julie. Julie. Why are you living in the 1950s? Okay, all right. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, to her point, you know, there are still there are plenty of situations where um, a woman might be making food. And so... I love you, Julie. It can, well, here's what Julie I said. Know, I get it. It harkens back a little to Beaver Cleaver. She said, it's all subjective. If you know the love langu- language of the person to whom you're giving a compliment, you'd be surprised at what defines a compliment. How about this one? Barbara says the best compliment that a woman could give to a man is, I feel safe. Oh. The best compliment that a man could give to a woman is, you make this place a home. How do we feel about that? It's similar to Julie's. You know, but that... I feel like I'm watching the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for participating, everyone, because I don't have an answer. Well, you know, I, I, let me stick up for, uh, for Barbara and for Julie because, you know, my wife, she stays at home. And so she is plenty busy there. She oh. would much sooner. That wasn't our original plan either. The original plan was that she would just go back to work. She was an event planner, loved it. And then I asked her after we had just moved to, um, well, I had just gotten a job in television, which was like this long thing of, is this ever going to happen? I was working for free and nothing was working. I get this job. And after we had the baby, while home with the baby, I like suddenly, you know, babies when they come into your world can shift a lot of your plans in many, many ways. And I asked her at some point, would you ever consider staying home for a little while with, with the kids? Well, at the time, with our baby. And, uh, and here we are almost 10 years later, hmm. four kids, and there are days that she would happily um, pick up a work. shovel and dig out, uh, dig through asphalt. Rather than being at home with the kids all day, every day. But it's funny because it's equal parts of luxury to be able to be at home with the kids every day. Um, but it's also a sacrifice for anyone who stays at home with kids all day. Oh, totally. Where they get, I always, you know, I have always worked with women who, when they come back after a weekend, the common refrain is always like, whew, it's good to be back just around adults. Totally. And I, uh, my my wife hasn't had that enjoyment since for ten years. Point being, oh. I tell her that she runs the home. Like she, my compliment to her would be that she manages the operations of our home mm-hmm. so well. And she's like, I jokingly call her our project manager. Anytime there's something going on, she is our point of contact. She knows the answers to everybody's questions. She crushes it in that way. See, I'm trying to make it sound less old-fashioned, Don. Is that working? No, that's Less fine. beaver cleaver? No, no, it's great. It's great. We have Charles on the phone. Charles. Hey, Chuck. How you doing? Two-point two answer for okay. you guys. Yeah, baby. Don, first of all, best tattoo, black coffin tattoo down the street from my talk. Oh, university. Yeah. yeah, it's right okay. here. Garrett Horatio, that who you want, okay? Number two. My daughter's a tattoo compliment. artist. You know that, right? <laughs> what? My daughter's a tattoo artist. Oh, Charles. I did not know that. Okay, oh, yeah. she's trying to rob her daughter of business, business, Charles. It's fine. No, I am not. 
Well, okay, but the thanks. number the number one answer to that, all that is this: you're much appreciated. Oh. I appreciate you, and I appreciate everything you do. That's a nice that is compliment. True. Either way, men or women, that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's and good. For, for me now, now as a guy, like I said, I like the the thing where she said earlier about being safe, because that's that's my nature of being, you know, making someone feel safe. Yeah, right. Comfortable. That's yeah. what I do. All right. All right. Thank that's you, Charles. Thank you. You have a good day. You have Bye, a good Charles. day too. I like this one from Calamity Jean. You are so big. You are so tiny. See? (laughs) We do. We like those. That's great. That's, I'll take that. That's the one that resonates probably the best. Wow. Right. Just so tiny. I I love it. Thank you. And you're so big. Uh, How about uh, this? This from Dave. I'd like your opinions on Dave. Uh, The question that we're asking today is what's the best compliment a woman could give a man or a man could give to a woman? Dave writes, every now and then, Mother Nature creates a perfect woman. And you are one of them. Thank you for simply being you. I accept that. Okay. Another one. Um, Whenever you come into view, every person thinks, look at her. That's sweet. Hmm. That was sweet. Are your feet tired? Oh, God. Here we go. You've been running through my mind all day. Hey, now. That's a pickup line, less of a compliment. A woman... To a woman from a man, I need your advice because you're smart. Great one. Mm. To a man from a woman, what? To a man, a, a woman to a man. Here's the oh, second part. Steve. Okay. Thank okay. you for be. Thank you for treating me as an equal. Oh, oh that's really this is sweet. one person giving oh. both of these answers. <laughs> I need your advice because you're smart. Uh-huh. That's what a man should say to a yeah. woman. Oh, I see. Now, okay. what a woman should say to a man, thank you for treating me as an equal. Uh. I don't know. You know, I do like the I like the appreciation vibe of like you're like I think you I think ultimately, you know, in relationships, one thing that is which can easily dull over time is seeing each other. In terms of what you're doing, especially if you're living together, if you're, uh, and if you have kids, it kind of gets exaggerated where you're just doing little tasks all day. It's a bunch of little individual tasks and you're moving all day, but you don't actually feel like you're, you're, you're connecting with the other person. And so to, to stop and see the other person and recognize the effort and the work and the time and intention, whatever, whether it's cooking dinner, preparing a meal, uh, it could be helping the children with something. It could be, you know, just taking time to uh, hang out with you, talk with you. I think that's the main thing, right? We're all looking to be seen, recognized. Yeah. Like, do you see me over here? How about just to either gender, you're a good person. Mm-hmm. That's a nice compliment. I would say my compliment to my boyfriend is that he's so stable. In every way. That's a really like, good he's one. He's so solid. Like, you know when trash day is. And you also <laughs> know that we have don't have cheese. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you also uh, are very stable emotionally. And he's just a real... He's really, just steady. I can just depend on him to be emotionally stable, especially when I'm not. <laughs> I get that, yeah. He's dependable. Like, uh, yeah, he, he can... He doesn't fly off the handle. He also is very structured. He knows a schedule and I know that he will work like he's been doing this push-up challenge. Oh. 
like that is I mean, he's beating everybody. He's just consistently doesn't matter. He will always do the 150. Wow. Every day, no matter wow. if it's 1159. Where do we get another one of him? I know. Oh, I'm sorry. There's just one. It's all right. And he's Congratulations. All That's awesome. <laughs> Dependability is really important. I feel like I'm a kind of a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know uh, if we have cheese. Uh, you know, I, I'm just the opposite. I think <laughs> I am. I love how much of your world is revolving here. around cheese here. Seriously, you and that <laughs> charcuterie board, charcuterie, charcuterie, not charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's just solid in in a bunch of That's ways. That's awesome. So. <laughs> Do you think that we are the um, that like we're the least cultured show? No, you don't think so. Oh, let's let me just think about this. I mean, no. you just said charcuterie. Because I feel I've never like heard that word until like a year ago. I don't I know. Feel like cultured cheese platter. You boil a lot of stuff, Donna. I eat a I lot of processed food. Don is hyper concerned that. with her cheese situation. <laughs> I just feel like I don't boil things. I don't know what you're talking about. What if I about. said this? You sound a bit defensive. What if I said this? We go out the least as a show. Oh, yeah. that's got to be true. Don's playing video games. Yeah. I'm watching 14, 15 hours of movies. I'm just laying around the house on the weekend with the kids. Yeah, Daniel Tigers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, with its shocking plot twist. Okay, to answer your question, yes. (laughs) Yes, we are. You're right. We are. It's got to be one, right? But we're the, you know, we're the people. Show the people. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, I don't want to. I'll see you guys later. What's for lunch? No, I I know. I printed the menu. Asian chicken salad. Is that right, Dawn? Yeah, Asian chicken salad. I'm so obsessed with the lunch downstairs. I printed the menu. Oh, Oh, I love love that. That's great. Good. I am. I I look forward oh, to it every that day. One thing that's printed, you're happy about, huh, Steve? Donna, I know I it's know. the menu is printed. The menu's important. I, I know. Get it. I gotta run. I gotta run too, Dawn. We'll see I you tomorrow. Stay. You know what? <laughs> I, I want to. Don't I? After the break, I'm gonna do that. I want to. I want to read you an email. It was actually an email that I got on the Twin Cities Live side. Okay. But I just thought, what this person um, mentioned and sort of what might be we might be overlooking right now in the midst of this crisis. Uh, bears repeating. So I'll read you a bit of the email coming up when we come back on the Don and Steve show. Hello. Final stretch for the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer Don McClain. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey. How's everybody? Hey, pretty good. Really? Yeah. You? That's really great. Doing great. Yeah. Doing great. It's really fun to be back with you guys. Yeah. You're not kidding. It's good to have you back. I'm dancing. Sorry. Did you oh, leave sure. I'll oh, turn that down then. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any more of that. Um, why do you ask, Steve? Oh, it's just, no, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. Thanks, Steve. Good to have you back. All right. I want to oh. read something uh, real quick. I got an email that I uh, got sent through late last night, 12 a.m. on huh. the dot, midnight as the clock struck midnight. Huh. This email came through. It actually came through. So this came through on the Twin Cities Live side. But I thought this kind of bears repeating and might hit home for uh, for some of you folks who are going through what this viewer happens to be going through. Her name is Cindy. And uh, she wrote this to Elizabeth Reese and I. And she said, I'm up late pondering life. And I thought, you never hear anything really about how people living with a terminal illness are taking this COVID quarantine. I've been living with, um, I always struggle with this word, met- metastatic breast cancer Mm -hmm. for three and a half years. I'm very grateful for the new treatments that are keeping me around. 
I recently started my second kind of treatment. I'll see how it's doing next month after testing. But here's what stood out to me, and I thought, I bet you I've been blind to this. She said, I feel robbed of precious time. I'm missing the spring season. We have a lake place every year. My neighbor uh, there and I will go to garage sales. We'll thrift. We Mm -hmm. can't do that. I can't see my mother-in-law because she's in memory care, and I mostly can't hold our two grandsons. Uh, Addison is 16 months. Avery is five months. We have another blessing due in December. I can see the boys from a distance on family album, but I'm missing precious time with them. I'm just missing out. We've all had to cope in some way, but it feels like those of us living with a terminal illness have not been talked about. And it's all just so depressing. I hope you don't find this weird. I trust no. your show's compassion for others, and I needed to vent. Cindy, thank you for uh, sending sending that in. And I thought about that and thought, goodness, this it's one of the other really nasty branches on this tree are folks who... Any anyone who's at high risk, who's a highly vulnerable person, but those who are battling an illness, as she would describe it as a mm-hmm. terminal illness, and their every day is every day is not to be taken for granted for any of us. But particularly right. when you have a terminal illness, boy, that really sharpens your focus, where you start trying to squeeze all the juice you can out of each and every day. Sure. And to for this to come up out of nowhere and to suddenly put each of those days into such a like static standstill, no progress Yes, thing is just really difficult. So I, I just thought, goodness, I need to be more aware of that and more mindful of that. And, and I think my encouragement to listeners would be, if you know someone in your life who's going through something like cancer or a long-term illness, uh, it might be a good day to reach out to them and yes. shoot them a text or give them a call or FaceTime them and let them know that you see their struggle and how it's uniquely different than yours. Absolutely. And give them some encouragement. In fact, this is what motivates me to put on a mask, to wash my hands, mm-hmm. to, because I have um, two friends in particular. Um, one is dealing with multiple myeloma and another one has an autoimmune deficiency that is so bad that if she got exposed to this, it would really endanger her. And every time I see somebody not wearing a mask when they should be wearing one, like in a, in a store, it infuriates me because it's not about you. It's not just about you. It's about other people protecting other people because you might have the virus and not know it. Right. That's the thing. So I just wish people would remember that, you know, I even know that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and she's, you know, the the person that wrote that email, she's also given us a gift here today of telling that story mm-hmm. so that we can appreciate what we have. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's so Cindy. Much. Emailer Cindy. Cindy. That in. God bless. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Speaking of Twin Cities Live, we will have a brand spanking new show today. I trust Cindy will be watching. So if you're around a TV around three, you can flip on channel five. Um, and that is where I'll have my completed hair situation. Um, <laughs> or you can listen to Lori and Julia. Or you can listen to Lori and Julia. You, every time I mention Twin Cities Live, <laughs> Julia gets so mad. Julia gets so upset. She says, "There you are. You have to." What is she cornered me? I think during Project Down and Dirty. Why do you always have to tell them to tune on your tune in your show? Your shit starts when our show starts. I was like, well, yeah, they kind of like want me to do that. Yeah, turn on Lori and Julia. <laughs> Julia and I, we had some good times during Project Down and Dirty. Remember that, Julia? Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Um, we had a good time together. But yes, Twin Cities Live, I'll have the completed hair. What I'm trying to figure out is can I, can my, will my hair, is my hair good enough now? No. <laughs> to go on the news at uh, 1245. No. 
Okay. Uh, no. I mean, oh. What if I finish the sides? Are you just talking about your hair? What are you discussing? Do people have to take you seriously? Uh, to some extent. Oh. Yeah, it's a news thing, right? It's a news Well, and what we do is we go on and we share a story from Twin Cities Live and then tell people what's coming up today on okay. our show. They just point to your hair and go, this is coming up. And they, <laughs> they have asked a lot about... The hair, but I wonder if I could complete the side. So I started this on Kelly and Ryan this morning enough to finish it, finish it a little bit afterward. Um, but the side, there's some problems in the sides. In the back, the back is a that's the thing. It's I got a, a little tail back there. Yeah, it's how it, it's like a Peter Cotton tail, you know, <laughs> it's like kind of like a faux hawk. Um, okay, yeah, but your hair's kind of curly. Mm, oh, yeah. am I getting am I getting it's, curl shamed or wave no, shamed? No, 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 no. It's just kind of like if you were five, it would look real cute. Okay, it's like a kid who's like, it. I'm the greatest soccer player on my third grade team, kind of a haircut. <laughs> okay, you know, I get it now. Yep. Oh my God, Dawn, that's perfect. I hear you. No, Steve, you're beautiful. Or it maybe a drug dealer. Uh, oh, that, yeah, in you, between that, yeah, like, you kind what? Of, Hey, you got any drugs? Yeah, like standing outside, like some shady area. Hey, you got it. Like, you know drugs. where I can get some drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. ask you because you look kind of weird. <laughs> you look like you just, one of those weird guys. Like you'd fit the part. You're like yeah. the artistic type. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there we go. The type who cuts his own hair. Oh. <laughs> guys, what about Project Down and Dirty? What do you think is going to happen? Um, maybe we won't. Have well, my guess that. is it won't happen. But maybe here's what they'll do. Virtual? They're thinking of some sort of a virtual setup where there's something weird happening online. But, you know, my biggest beef was always the sleepovers. That's the part I haven't liked is the sleepover portion. You're so funny. I'm just much more of like, I want to sleep in my own bed. I'll stay there until 11, but let me go sleep in my own bed. But this year I did better with it. You know, I was just like, you had right, your, it's because you had your own space. I had my own space. I don't like sharing a room. No, nobody does. Yeah, so, and I and I never 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 sneaked out. My plan was to sneak out and go home, and I, I didn't do it this year. Oh, we'll remember that for next time. Oh, I know. I got to get out of there when we narc you out. Hey, hey! Oh, going back to the drug thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. let's go get lunch, guys. That's good. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at I don't know nine ish. Should we do that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll see you guys right. then. Have a great day. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.